Welcome, everyone, to episode 23 of the Daddy Sharps podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And we're just a couple of dads, John, who break down the conferences, the games, and the fights that your buddies are too square to break down. Oh, baby. And it is finally here. It is March. We are finally breaking down March Madness. We have all the regions covered, all of your spreads, the over-unders are ready. But most importantly, we have all your best bets covered in this podcast. And in our deep dive, we have some very tasty sleepers, my man. Get your pillow ready. Oh, and (laughs) since we don't have any best bets from last week to recap, let's just dive right in. Are you ready? It's time. Hit me with some truth. All right, my man. For my first best bet in the tourney, I'm in the South region where I'm looking at the fourth seed University of Virginia Cavaliers versus the 13th seed Furman Paladins. UVA favored by five and a half right now. The over-under is 133. I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, my best bet is UVA to win and cover this game minus five and a half. Let's break it down a little bit. Looking at the offense and the defense, starting with Furman. Furman scores a lot of points per game, 82.1. They allow a lot of points per game, too, 71.2. UVA has the sixth best defense in college hoops. They did this season, allowing only 60.3 points per game. They have a slightly better strength of schedule, and they just made it to the ACC Tournament Championship. They lost against Duke. Great game. They've won more than, check this out, 80% of their games where they've been favored. Tasty. Berman has lost 33% of their games where they've been a money line underdog. So here's the deal. At my book, it looks like some money came in on UVA, the Cavs, today, and it's like at minus six. But the data says still a good number, still likes six, a better number, and my best bet because i think this will come back down is uva wahua to cover <laughs> minus five and a half. Oh my man and i'm gonna i'm gonna stick up in the region up there i'm gonna stick up there with you i'm gonna go to the, what some may call the better virginia west virginia minus two and a half versus maryland 139 and a half no one Best calls bet. that <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know luke is from virginia but we're we're going to go with the best bet here under 139 and a half. West Virginia scores a lot more at home versus on the road or neutral sites. They have hit the over at home 12 out of 17 times, 12 and five. Maryland, on the other hand, an under machine in 31 games this season. They've hit the under 21 times neutral sites. These teams combined to hit the under 60% of the time. Maryland has one of the lowest scoring offenses in the country. And both these teams have a hard time sinking baskets, hitting only 45% of the shots they take, which is near the bottom in the NCAA. I like and my best bet here, under 139 and a half. 45% of shots. Wow. that's I'm with you on that one. You sold me. I and like what's... I got a little daddy joke for you here. Oh, okay. I'm, okay. I'm hoping for a snail's pace, a turtle's pace, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Maryland? I, I, I Maryland? Gotcha. Yeah, Terrapin, the old Yeah, I got you. You got it. <laughs> hey, folks, you'll be here all night. Don't forget to tip your equators. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. 
Let's stay in the South region. Let's stay in the South region. I, I just can't get away from the South region. So many good games in that region. The sixth seed Creighton Blue Jays versus the 11th seed NC State Wolfpack. Creighton favored by five. The over-under in this one is 148. John, the Blue Jays are putting up more than 76 points per game. They rank 35th in college hoops in rebounds with almost 35 per game. They make just under nine three-pointers per game. That's a lot of points. Yes. And Creighton is much, much better on defense. I, I think I've made my case. Let's talk about the Wolfpack because we have to. They can score a lot of points too. There's no doubt about it. More than 78 per game. But they do not rebound. They give up a lot of points on defense. More than 70 points per game they give up. And not as many three-pointers as Creighton. And you need rebounds and you need threes in the tournament. That's the modern-day game is three-pointers right there. My best bet. I think this is an easy one. The data loves this one. Creighton to win and to cover minus five. Very nice. Very nice. I'm going to go with a, a little spread here as well. San Diego State minus four and a half versus Charleston. Total 141 and a half. My best bet here. I like the San Diego State Aztecs minus four and a half. Luke, we hear it all the time. One of my favorite statements, defense wins championships. But wait, I'm not saying they're going to win the whole tournament. I'm not saying San Diego State's going all the way. I do like their chances a lot in this game, though. Right now, Charleston, you've heard it. They're the betting darling, if you listen to all the big networks and basketball talking heads. Well-deserved. They were ranked 18th in the country as late as January this season. But the San Diego State University team boasts one of the top defenses in the entire country. They also play in the Mountain West, which has four teams in a big dance this year. And San Diego State didn't just win the conference. They dominated. They didn't lose a single conference game. I would say that defense was pretty tested. So what I like here, my data. My data is telling me the Aztecs are going to handle their business and actually win this game by seven. The book's giving me minus four and a half. That's my best bet. San Diego State University minus four and a half. I couldn't agree with you more on that game. They are going to dominate. And when you've got a conference, let's talk about this a little bit. When you've got a conference that has four teams in the tournament, that not only speaks well about the conference, but the competition in there as well. I don't care. I don't care who was ranked when during the year. That's yes. significant. That's yes. significant. And if you're doing well among that competition, John, what do you, I mean, come on, man. And you still got a defense that ranks that highly. I like it. I like it a lot. I do too. Good bet. I'm with you on that one all the way. Can we make it like a best, best bet? Ooh, Whatever. We just I did. like that. We just did. I don't even know what that is, but we just did it. The bestest. The bestest of all the bets. <laughs> yes. To the Midwest. To the Midwest region. First game in the Midwest where I have my eye on the fourth seed Hoosiers from Indiana against Ooh. the 13th seed Kent State. Golden flashes. Mm. Golden flashes. Indiana favored by four in this one. Over-under is 140. Both teams have pretty high tempos. For Kent State, they've been averaging more than 80 points in their last 10 games. That's impressive. You got to think about their competition, though. Five of the last 10 games, they have hit the over. So that's good news as well. Indiana has been giving up a lot of points lately. I think we saw that in their tournament play. Yes. Not great. More than 70 points per game in their last 10. Their offense has struggled down the stretch, but they're still putting up almost 70 per game. Indiana has hit the over total 
as a total in more than 57% of their games this season. That's more than half. If you do the math to the seven in front of the, the other side of the five there, that <laughs> takes it over the. I need a calculator. Where's my five. Texas instrument? Carry, carry the nine. <laughs> you can see where I'm going with this one, but before it's too late, you got to buy this one up. Buy it right now. The total is floating between 140 and 140 and a half. Pay attention to that hook. Pay close attention. Don't get caught. My best bet is over 140 points. Nice. Nice. Luke, I'm going to the Tennessee minus 10 and a half versus Louisiana. The total 135 and a half. You're about to notice a trend with my bets this week. My best bet. Under 135 and a half. The Volunteers have arguably the best defense in college basketball. They rank fourth in points allowed per game, first in field goal percentage allowed, first in three-point percentage allowed. Louisiana on a neutral field is an under machine going under 80% of the time, including the last four straight games. Interesting stat here. I looked at the last 10 games for Tennessee. Any total at 135 and a half or lower, the under has gone 4-2-1. and one. The key stat here is the three-pointers. The raging Cajuns live and die by these three-pointers. 23rd best three-point shooting team in the country. Kind of crazy to take the under there, right? Well, yes. the Volunteers have the number one best defense at defending the three-pointer. I like the Volunteers to get a low-scoring, easy victory in this one as they take away Louisiana's best weapon, the perimeter shooting. Good old Rocky Top. Rocky Top, <laughs> Tennessee. We're going to be hearing that a lot this tournament, I think. Yes. Love that bet. In the East. We haven't had a game from the East yet, I don't think. I think you have one coming up, I think. Yes. But, and maybe this is the first one. I'm, I'm breaking in. Let's go. These, these teams don't really seem like East Coast. Maybe one of them no. does. All right, all right. I'm looking at another <laughs> spread anyway in the Midwest, Midwest region. Number two, Texas Longhorns are favored by a whopping 13 and a half over the number 13 seed Raiders from Colgate University. The overrunner in this one is 150 and a half. That grew like four points over the last couple of days. Mm. When Texas has been favored this year, they've won more than 87% of the time. That's big. That's they've impressive. won. They've won five straight against the spread and six in their last seven against the spread. For Colgate, they've won four straight games against the spread. All right, not bad, not bad. Not bad but not bad. they played only one ranked team this season. It was at home in December. They put up only 66 points against Auburn. And Auburn, who was ranked 15th in, na in the nation at that time, beat Colgate by 36 points. The final was 93-66. Dang. I got one more stat for you, John. All I right. like it. I like it. One more. Just to convince you. While they look closer than they should on paper, I mean, you look at the paper and the numbers, and oh, this could be a good game. Yeah, here's the difference, though. Strength of schedule between these two. According to Pomeroy, <laughs> we've got the Pomeroy stats going in this podcast. Massive Colgate strength schedule minus 7.7, .7. Texas plus 12 and 12.12 uh, oh, or something like that. That's like a, a 19 point difference in strength of schedule. Look, you know what I got to say? Hook them horns, Johnny oh, boy. Oh, let's go. Hook let's hook them. Nice. Longhorns are going to win. They're going to cover that 13 and a half. And I'm making that a best bet.
Does the Longhorn come to the tournament? Does he get to walk on to the to the hardwood? <laughs> uh, and what happens? Does Matthew if he has McConaughey his... ride this little Texas Longhorn out? And who cleans up after it? You got that's a lot of wiping on the court. I don't know. Maybe you got to wait till the final four. <laughs> Hook him. Hook him. Hook him. All right, I'm going with Xavier minus eleven versus Kennesaw State. 154 and a half total my best bet here the under 154 and a half i told you there was a trend mr luke both of these teams can score from downtown both of these teams are near the bottom and defending it but for xavier this is the only weakness defensively that the team has i went back and looked at the last 10 games for each of these teams and i pulled out all the totals that were set at 150 or above now remember we're getting 154 and a half here there were 11 games between these two where the book set the total at 150 or above. The under was hitting 60% of the time. Kennesaw State alone, the under across all totals, regardless 150 or not. They're four and one to the under in their last five games. I like Xavier. I like Kennesaw State. I like the under 154 and a half, sir. That's a nice best bet. Classic, solid. I'm with you on that one as well. Are we ever going to disagree? I think we might here coming up. I, yes. We got it. We we got to see. We got to yes. see. All right. I got another Midwest game, my man. The tenth seed, Penn State Nittany Lions. Ah, oh, what they did, what they did against Purdue. Just, I mean, we. I think we both had Purdue. I had Purdue minus seven. It was a lock. Yep. It was yep. a lock in the third. Oh, for sure. They were supposed to play Indiana, and then Penn State ruined it all. They did. They ruined it for everyone, but they're not going <laughs> to ruin it in this game. We've got Penn State against the number seven seed Aggies from Texas A&M. The Aggies are favored by three in this one. I don't care about the spread at all. The over-under is 134. Penn State is on fire. That's, I guess, the point we're trying to make. They surprised yes. everyone by getting into the, into the tournament, especially coming from behind against Purdue like they did to make it close in the Big Ten tournament final. But... Fairy tales, fairy tales. What do we say about fairy tales? John? Oh, they always come to an end. Yeah, they do. And Texas AM will end it. Ooh. They will end this one. But that's not my best bet. Not the spread. Not the spread. The what? over, the over is 3-0-1 in Penn State's last four games following a loss. However, the under is six and one in the Aggies' last seven games following a loss. These are two teams built for offense only. Penn State has been crushing the three-point line down the stretch. The Aggies have the better defense, and it won't stop that three. My best bet is the over 134 points. Oh, and that, I think, could be one of the best games of the first round. Two really teams could. that don't quit. No, and they're not going to. They're going to take it down to the wire. Just like uh, the, the barometer is that game before. What Penn State could do throughout every game, get into that final. They were desperate to get to the tournament. Yep. And they came back from yes. being so far down against Purdue. Purdue is slate. Everyone, per, hey, forget the tournament. We don't need to put, play the tournament. Just put Purdue in the final four. That's what everyone's <laughs> saying. Yes, yes. All right. And there was debate after that game. They should even be a number one seed after what Penn State did to them. That's right. That's how good Penn State played that day. Just score a lot of points. We're good. Yes. All right. Next game, I'm going to Marquette minus 11 versus Vermont, 143 and a half. And my best bet here, I like the under again, Mr. What? Luke. I'm what? going with an under, 143 and a half. 
Vermont likes to play a really slow pace, and I think that will be the game plan against Marquette. Slow it down, take really long possessions. My data is pointing to this as well. It's saying that this game is going to be well below the national average for tempo. Now, both these teams can hit the threes, and they both are shaky defending them. I'm not scared off from that, though. The biggest factor for me in this game is, Neither of these teams are huge over or under performers on the year. They're both kind of half and half on either side, right down the middle. Until you take a deeper look at the numbers on the road and neutral sites. Marquette, 7-5 and five to the under on the road in someone else's gym. But get this, Luke. An amazing 5-0 and oh to the under on neutral fields. I'm trying to think, why is that? Well, these neutral field games are usually big games. A lot of eyes on these games. A lot of people betting on these games. I have a theory that the public is pounding the overs on my on Marquette and the unders are cashing. That's why they're 5-0 and on the under. I'm going to ride that little wave there. Another neutral field game. I'm going to say the under goes 6-0 and for Marquette in this game on a neutral field. And I'm really sad that they have performance problems. <laughs> yes. That's another topic. Yes. That's another podcast entirely. <laughs> That note brought to you by. <laughs> Let's deep dive before we get into too much trouble into a few other games <laughs> or maybe like a couple other games that we like or we lean to, including, including, you've been waiting for it, a couple of sleepers. Oh, I like this one. Can I, can I, can I start us off? I'm going to start us yes. off. Yes. I'm going to start Let's us off. I, and I can't believe I'm doing this. I, uh, you know, this is why it's, it's not a best bet. It's a sleeper, but I just, I, I have my, I, I got a feeling, man. The number 14 seed in the South, the University of California, Santa Barbara, Look faces the number three seed, Baylor Bears. Mm. Baylor favored by 11 and a half. I think it went back down to 10 and a half today, maybe. It's been fluctuating back and forth. The over-under is 143. Call me crazy. Santa Barbara is my first round sleeper. The Gauchos. Ooh. Just for that name alone, they're a sleeper. They've yes. been cooking their last 10 games. They're 5-4-1 and one against the spread and 7-3 and three in their last 10. They've been scoring more points than uh, season average, and they're in those 10 games as well. The last 10, uh, the Bears are 6-4, and four, on the other hand, in their last 10 games and 6-1 and one against the spread in their last 10. In their last 10, though, they've scored three points less than their season average. And on average, they've given up more than two points per game more in their last 10. So, so that's a five-point swing just right there. Not a best bet. The data is leaning, and I am leaning on the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos to cover in this game, maybe even beat Baylor in this game. I think I might put a little money on both they will definitely hit the over in this one, which is 143. A lot of great bets in this game. What a sleeper. Sir, that is sound research, and you're you're convincing me. I want to put a little money on the Gauchos. Ooh, the Gauchos. From the Gauchos to the Friars, my friend. I like the Kentucky minus three and a half versus Providence. Total 144 and a half. My best bet here, because we're getting crazy I'm going to go with Providence money line. I know, I know Gold. I'm going against the college blue blood here with Kentucky, but Gold. Providence is for real. When you look at the numbers, five players 
for the Friars, average double digits. They have balance, and they can beat you in a lot of different ways, no matter who you shut down. Kentucky, dealing with injuries to three key players. My numbers are showing that this is actually going to be a two-point game, and you could make the argument that Kentucky was a little embarrassed last year by St. Peter's, and they want revenge here. St. Peter's is actually a pretty good team. I think Providence is also a pretty darn good team. They've been tested already. They played top 25 teams eight times this year. They went three and five against them. Kentucky, two and four against top 25 teams. This is not the Kentucky we're used to. I like Providence to win outright in this game. And this is the one game that we were kind of chatting about before we went to record the podcast, too. We both like this game and we both think Kentucky. I think a lot of people are looking at Kentucky and kind of shaking their head going, what's going on? Providence in, in the final, uh, their tournament, I believe. Didn't they play UConn in the final? The big Yes. Yep. Man. Yeah. And it, they, they played well. Yeah, they did. That was a good game. I remember watching that one. Yes. All right, my man. I'm with you. I, I'm all over that one as well. Let's talk about other games that I, that I'm leaning toward. Uh, I, I I think I've mentioned this. Um, uh, but I uh, jotted it down in my notes here. Texas uh, to beat and cover uh, yeah. Colgate. Um, and I I just looked at that again and again, and I made it my best bet today. Uh, I love that one. I think Texas is just going to be hot in this tournament. Iona, I think will cover plus. Eight and a half against UConn. Speaking of Big East, I like Marquette to cover. I like that minus one. Minus 11 too. against Vermont. Uh, I like that one. Um, uh, I, I love the over-under in that as well, but I, but I like the cover there. I'm leaning toward also the over 151 and a half in the Xavier Kennesaw we're, State game. We're opposites, sir. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> we are. That's okay. That's okay. I think that's, I might be crazy, but that, you know, I'm just a lean. I'm just looking at it. Just looking at it. The over 146 in the Miami Drake game and the over 146 in the Kentucky Providence game. Mm. Again, those are just leans. Those are just leans. Yes. And we can, we can go head to head and disagree, but you yeah. know, what's really interesting is when we crunch our uh, data and we crunch it together and we, we crunch it separately as well. And then we always compare because that's what we like to do to give give really to give listeners that kind of real value. You know, what, what do we see collectively? What do we see separately, et cetera? Um, on our best bets, we, we see the same things. And yep. that that says a lot, especially in the first round of a tournament with so many games. What do yeah. you have, man? What what else? What else are you leaning toward? I like I like it. Kind of feels like a, a cheap pick here, kind of a, a cheap lean here. But I like Michigan State minus one and a half over USC. I think that's going to be a pretty good yep. game. I love that. I love that. I like Northwestern Boise State over one twenty nine and a half. Another Mountain West team, like we were talking about before. And then I also like Houston North Kentucky over one twenty two and a half. Now remember, Houston's best player had that groin issue, and he yeah. didn't play in the last game. I think that may have affected the total here a little bit. Maybe people didn't realize he was out. He'll be back, and I think he's going to be playing very tough. And then. Luke, I know you're up in Washington up there. I know you can't bet this game, but <laughs> I couldn't even make this. I couldn't even make this a best bet. I like the Gonzaga Grand Canyon State under 156 oh, and a half. Oh, Gonzaga scores like an NBA team. They they score. They scored 100 points, I think, twice already this year. 100 points on their own. I actually, all my data says that the under is going to hit in that game. And against a team like Grand Canyon State, I couldn't make it a best bet. I chickened out a little bit. I had it all written up, but I, I still, I want to get that on record. I like the under 156 and a half. I like the under in a Gazaga game, sir. 
You know, I, I, I would, you know, if anyone, before you call him crazy folks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you've ever played a sport though, you know, you know that when you're a really good team that rips off NBA numbers every game against like top competition, when you play down, especially at tournament levels in a neutral field, and it's just different. The travel's different. The schedules are different. Yes. The, the the game, the stadium is different. Uh, you tend to play down to teams, and it's a weird thing. You just do. You shouldn't, but everyone yeah. does it. Not yep. out of the realm of possibility. The Zags will win that game, but. Yeah, and never know. the thing that scared me off on that, the strength of schedule here. So Gonzaga's obviously got some a strength of schedule. Grand Canyon State, they're a little less, but uh, they both hit overs all year long. I think Gonzaga's like 6-0 and streak right now in the overs, and then uh, Grand Canyon State's on a 4-0 and streak of overs. There's no reason to pick the under in that game except the data, and that is a straight data pick. I can't explain it, which is why I didn't try to in this podcast, but I like the under 156 and a half just based on the numbers that me and you do. All right. I love it. Hey, let's recap our best bets for this week's first round of March Madness. Kick us off, John. All right. So I'm going with the Marquette versus Vermont under 143 and a half. The Xavier Kennesaw State under 154 and a half. Don't listen to that daddy sharp over there. Tennessee <laughs> versus Louisiana. I like the under 135 and a half. San Diego State minus four and a half versus Charleston. I like going against the betting darling this week. I like San Diego State minus four and a half. And then finally, West Virginia versus Maryland. I like the under 139 and a half. Yeah, the Aztecs, man. I, I can't bet enough on that game. Yes. For me. My best bets, UVA to win and cover, minus five and a half against Furman. I think it's minus six right now. It'll come back down. Still like six, but five and a half is and five is better. Creighton to win and cover, minus five against NC State. Texas to win and cover, minus 13 and a half against Colgate. Uh. And I like Texas A&M, Penn State. I'm taking the over 134. And Indiana, Kent State, I'm taking the over 140. Nice. All right, John, that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast this week. Speaking of March Madness podcast, that is. But remember, always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the bets we share are based on our own research. We don't always win. Be sure to check us out on social media. Look for Daddy Sharps on Facebook and at Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be back next week with all our best bets and much more. And John, who is your daddy? We are. That's right. Stay sharp. Everybody.